All right, welcome back. NFL Week 7 episode of the BSGA podcast. A little different look for our NFL week right now. Reggie, I don't know where he is. He's just living life somewhere, living his best life. Charles is sick. I thought it was because Houston won a couple of games up there at Fenway, but he assures us assures us that he's actually sick. So get well uh, soon, sooner rather than later, Charles. So filling in for them, we went and got our college expert, and we're going to bring him to the big ranks, bring him up to the big show. Nikki Flo, what up, kid? Let's go. I'm honored to be here. Uh, get well, boys. Uh, I hope you come back. But if I dig out over here and I give the people some winners, I may be coming for heads. I may be coming for spots here. Wally Pip. You ever heard of Wally Pip? Oh, Wally Pip. Wally Pip, man. The, uh, what, was he, what was he, the second baseman before Lou Gehrig? Yep, yep, <laughs> that's what... Uh, the rest was history. Yep, that's what Belichick told Edelman, too, on the sidelines. Yep, yep. No, he told or no uh, Welker. West he told Welker, Welker about yeah. Edelman when he was returning punts, and it turned yeah. out to be true. Turned out to be very true. I I take Edelman over Welker. Um, <laughs> I mean, Nick, just like we talked about in our uh, earlier earlier college episode, this week's a little little shaky on both slates. NFL is the same way. You really got to dig in and find some games here of interest. Hey, man, kick back, turn on some red zone. Enjoy some football, some touchdowns, some Scott Hansen. Uh, we were we wouldn't be complaining about this slate if we got it in June or July. So enjoy oh, every week not. while we can. Absolutely, we need a college red zone. Someone needs to figure that out. Oh my! I wish I somebody's got to figure out how that would happen. Even if you got to do it by conference, something. Yeah. Uh, because Ooh, there's just so many teams. Oh, did we just fucking come up with something here? All right, edit this out. Edit this part. Edit <laughs> cut this it, part cut out. It. We don't want to give up all our ideas. <laughs> all right, man, let's get it right into it. An AFC North battle that I don't think in the beginning of the year we would have thought would have been um, a game that people were circling. Cincinnati's going into Baltimore. Baltimore six and a half point favorites. Overrunners at forty seven. I mean, four and two Cincinnati. The Bungles are four and two going into Baltimore. I mean. This game's going to be awesome, I think. Yeah, yeah. Always a good matchup, that AFC North, whenever anybody uh, plays each other. Uh, and Cincy, obviously, a good team this year, um, regardless of, you know, the offense and what you, what you think about them. But they move the ball on offense and they stop people on defense. And surprisingly, I think that defense has been pretty good after getting rid of Carl Lawson. Uh, they signed Trey Hendrickson over from the Saints. He's been having a great year. Um, be getting some really good pass rush for them. So it's an interesting matchup. And Baltimore obviously is absolutely rolling right now, probably one of the top three, five teams in the NFL at the moment. So it's going to be a great game. Yeah, I mean, look, and the Bengals have played in tight games every single week this season. Overtime win against the Vikings in week one. They They beat the Steelers by two touchdowns, lost to the Packers in overtime. And then they beat up on the Lions. Like, they've been in tight games, and they've been winning those tight games, which is something we haven't seen from Cincinnati. I think this game is going to be great. Um, got to give a pick here. I mean, got to ride the hot hand, I think. Baltimore, they're just playing at a different level. Um, Lamar's going to have those guys flying around. You know, the six and a half, I think, is a 
big number. I think is a big number. I don't know if I have a pick here. I would just I think I'm just gonna say the Ravens would probably win this one. I like yeah. the over, I think. Yeah, I, I think I'm with you there, not in terms of Baltimore, but it being too many points. Uh I, I don't see how um, you know, the Bengals and what they've been putting out this year hasn't showed you that they're, you know, a good legit contender. Now to win the Super Bowl, probably not. But they're they're they should be a playoff team. They hang tight with those tough teams and those high caliber offenses like uh, the Packers, they probably should have won that game. So I think they'll be able to hang tight with Baltimore. I think it's too many points. I'm probably going with Cincinnati here. And I just think in general, you know, Baltimore's got a couple primetime games under their belt. Lamar's having an MVP type season. So I think in general, this line's probably a little inflated now, not saying that since he can go into Baltimore and win the game, but I think Burrow can get the offense rolling, keep it tight. And I think it'll be a close game down the stretch. We'll see if Jamar Chase can keep up these numbers too, because it's absolutely incredible what he's doing. So I'm curious to see what he does against that secondary, but I think too many points uh, definitely taking Cincy here. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, I wish this game was at, was at the eight o'clock slate. Yeah. I mean, give me Joe Burrow in prime time and I'm having different thoughts here. Yeah. I'm with you. I, I mean, <laughs> I, I even like the over, uh, if you're going to take it. Yeah. I'm not a fan of betting unders unless it's an absolute gross game, but th- this one shapes up to be a lot of points. Should have been a primetime game, but it'll be a nice uh, nice game that's going to be on red zone all day, I think. Absolutely. I mean, we need a flex option in, like, week seven. Why wait till week 15 plus to flex games in and out? Like, why can't we do it right now? Yeah. Flex yeah, these guys out. Let's go. It's brutal. It's brutal, brutal. but hey. We enjoy everything here. Absolutely. Ken, we will not shame any games on this podcast. Um, another game that's going to be awesome in the 1 o'clock slate, Tennessee um, is hosting the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs are five-and-a-half-point favorites. This number is high. I understand it, but 57-and-a-half is the yeah. over-under on this game. Um, I, this game is going to be awesome. Yeah, the, this is another one that's going to be all over our TVs if you're watching Red Zone. Um, I think this Kansas City team, people are just down on them. At the end of the day, they have that offense. They have Pat Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, um, Daryl uh, Williams, the running back, came in and, and looks pretty good for them as well, running and catching the ball. And Tennessee is absolutely depleted on defense, especially in that secondary. You saw it in the primetime game where they're on, like, their third, fourth string corner. They're picking people up off waivers, bringing up people from the practice squad. I, I think Pat Mahomes is just going to go absolutely ballistic on the secondary here. If they, if Andy Reid and Bienemy have any sort of a pulse, they don't even try to run the ball in this game. I think you just attack them through the air. Uh, and so if you're getting this number under six, I do like it. Um, obviously, I think Derrick Henry is going to have himself a day as well, but it's just going to be – you know, who gets the ball last, and I think it's just going to be touchdowns back and forth, and I'll take Kansas City's offense over Tennessee's offense. I agree. I agree with all the firepower that they have, as you said. I think Kansas City's going to figure it out eventually. I mean, I've been saying it on on this podcast all year that the Chiefs, um, Andy Reid, the enemy, they're too good not to figure it out eventually. I think Mahomes is hearing a lot of outside noise. 
Um, me in particular, I'm the outside noise, Patrick. <laughs> I'm the outside noise. I think he's got. I think he's gonna get it figured out. As you said, he's gonna go all over. He's gonna throw the shit out of the ball. Um, and I think they're gonna look to score a lot of points because the Titans showed what they can do against a Bills team on Monday night. Right. And right. That's a and, Bills team that three weeks ago put up 38 against the Chiefs. Yep. And I think one thing in just the NFL in general how I try to look at some of these games when I'm trying to pick is not to overreact after one week or another. Um, so I think Tennessee riding high, obviously people just saw them against the bills win the game outright um, as what was that spread? Seven, six, four. I just named every I, number. Doesn't matter. I think it was four and a half, four and a half. <laughs> yeah. Four and a half. So they win the game outright. Um, so I, I think people are higher on them than what they should be, um, which is why I'm taking Kansas City here. A little uh, kind of psychology here with what people think about both teams. Yeah, I, I know Reggie's not here, but Reggie has a big-time um, Titans future bet on winning their division. So this game is going to be huge because I know it was a little shaky at first, and then they, they started to win a couple games. Derrick Henry, when Derrick Henry's numbers start to trend upward, the Chiefs' wins start to trend uh, – excuse me, the Titans' wins trend upwards. So I think that's I mean, going to be important. Yeah, he, he is not human, man. He just gets better as the game goes on, and he's fast as hell. You you look at him run, and you're like, man, is he even, like, trying to run? And then he breaks one in the open field, and nobody is even close to catching him. Um, I mean, uh, I love Reggie's future um, for them to win the division. I think that division is pretty putrid. So yep. they, they look like uh, that's in a pretty good spot right now. Ooh, knock on wood. He's not going to like to hear that. He's not going <laughs> to like to hear that. Hey, well, you know the Texas and, and the Jags aren't winning that division, and the Colts are uh, a, a mediocre team. I, I don't like Wentz. So, I, I mean, the Titans should have no problem winning that division. I agree. That's what I've been telling him from the beginning. It's not even, not even that the Titans are that good, per se. It's really just that division's bad. That's a that bad division. division. The Titans the worst are playing. football. Absolutely. Coming from a, a – um, NFC East contender myself. That's that's a terrible division. Terrible. At least division. those teams are frisky though, uh, like the, yeah. the NFC East, and they can compete with each other. Like none of those teams can really compete with the the Titans, right. except for the Colts. Yeah, yeah. Well, let, let's talk about the NFC beast. Carolina is going into Met, uh, MetLife, the Meadowlands. I, I, I want to say New York. Fuck MetLife, <laughs> MetLife, Jesus Christ. Carolina is going into the dirty jurors to face the Giants. Carolina's three point favorites, 43 and a half the total. I'm all over that over. The Giants are just fucking breaking my heart. I've been talking so much shit high on the Giants all off season. And for them to come out and do what they're doing, it's just, uh, it's brutal. I know we have a little side bet here that we can get to, but. <laughs> yeah, we can talk about that. I mean, I, I'm at uh, I'm on Carolina here. I got them at two and a half a little bit earlier in the week, or sorry, two flat. It's at three now, um, yep. at plus a hundred or minus one ten. But I, I like Carolina at three. Um, the Giants are just absolutely depleted all over the place, uh, and Carolina. Uh, it, I mean, my my ex jet Sam Darnold. Um, he mm. is not a good quarterback, but he is a good quarterback against teams who can't get pressure, uh, and that's the Giants. Uh, I think he's, you know, now we saw him earlier in the year. People were like MVP Darnold, and now we saw him against a couple good uh, good defenses, 
And now we're like, okay, he's back to, to old Darnold. I think we'll see MVP Darnold this week um, w- with a team who can't get any pressure. So she, he should be clean in the pocket, be able to throw it out to those receivers. Uh, I, I think this should be a fairly easy one for Carolina. Um, and I, I don't hate the over, but I just – God, what a low total and, and just overall kind of a crappy game. So uh, I'll just stick with Carolina. Yeah, I mean, it's a low total, extremely crappy game. The only thing that kind of puts me off of Carolina here, besides my blind bias towards the New York <laughs> Giants, and by the way, I have them money line because I have to. I have to. You have to. Um, you have to. <laughs> when you look at their schedule and you look at the quarterbacks that they've faced, right? Last year, everybody talked about the Giants' defense. It was confusing everybody. It was doing all of these really good things, right? It's supposed to be the strength of the team. That was in a COVID season. It was a new defense that everybody was seeing. Not a lot of preparation. The meetings were totally different. So, to my point, when you were looking at the quarterbacks, Teddy Bridgewater is a veteran quarterback. He had his way with the defense. Taylor Heineke, not a veteran quarterback, struggled with the Giants' defense. Falcons, Matt Ryan, veteran quarterback, has had a great career, career, had no problem with the Giants defense. The Saints, Jameis, not necessarily the smartest quarterback, had a problem. Dak Prescott, in my opinion, a top five quarterback right now, had no issues. And then, excuse me, Matt Stafford, another guy who I think is a top five quarterback this year, had no problems. Now, Sam Darnold, where do you want to put him? Is he on the upper half of quarterbacks or the bottom half of quarterbacks when it comes to being able to see the defense? I oh, think well, he's he, on the he's on the bottom. He he's on the right. bottom. Uh, so I think sure. he's on the bottom half. I think they're going to be able to confuse him, show him some looks. You know, maybe he sees a couple ghosts at MetLife. He's back for the first time. Maybe maybe he sees some couple a couple ghosts. I don't know. That's the only thing that's going to keep me on the Giants in this one. I mean, I like it. Uh, I, I like your reasoning behind it. I just, I, I just, don't, I think you're giving the Giants D a little too much credit here. Uh, of course, I, think, I am. I, I, I think if you look at Darnold and the the games where he's played well so far, it's with when he's had a clean pocket, and and that's what I'm banking on him having a clean pocket, getting it out to those playmakers on the edge here. So disagree. Hey, let's make it a head to head. Let's bring the college, uh, the college let's model over. here. Let, let's make it a head to head. Let's bring it over. Fine with me. Let's ride. I'll ride with the Giants all day. You know that. Oh, let's, you have let's, to. Perfect let's get segue. To our side bet. Let's get to our side bet. Um, so we've been, you know, I don't know. Do we, yeah, fuck it. Our whole lives, it's been Jets versus Giants, back and forth, right? Between me, you, your brother, my brother. We love to play golf in the summer. We bet a free round of golf at who is a better record, the Giants or the Jets. About three weeks in, we decided, okay, who's going to win the first game? And then they both won the game in the same fucking week. Now it's the first to three. It's, it, it is so funny. And it's just something that will just keep, up, keep us watching our team past week four in the season because uh, oh, we're just rooting we for a free it. round of golf. The boys over in Jersey – are going to treat the boys from Long Island, I think, this year to a free round of golf. And then we'll whoop them in golf, too. Uh, so it, it, it's funny. <laughs> it's something to keep us interested when both of our teams are just a, a pit of misery every single year. Uh, it, it is brutal. So let's get, to the, let's get to the other half of this bet. 
Jets going up to New England. New England seven point favorites. Forty two and a half is the total. I mean, I just love New England all over the place in this spot. Um, you know, the over under is low, but I, I don't see where points really come from in this one. What do you think? Yeah, I, I think if you're going to touch the total, uh, I'd go with the under here as well. Uh, these teams have already played before. I was at that game. I'm going to be at this game up in Foxborough uh, in Boston. And so I, I, if you're going to touch the total, I would definitely go under here. Uh, obviously went under by a wide margin last time, but nothing in terms of the Pats offense to me should really scare you in terms of putting up you know a, a ton of points week in and week out. Uh, Mac Jones likes to throw the ball underneath. I know we just saw, I know we just saw him on primetime throw a deep ball, whatever. I <laughs> their mo. I think they they like to matriculate it down the field. And on the Jets, I mean, I'm I'm going to be at the game. I have to be on the Jets plus seven here. Uh, trying oh, to defend you're going my up. team. Yep, trying to defend my team uh, from the Boston faithful. But for the Jets, and this is coming from a Jets fan. I want to see what they can do out of an early buy. I think it was beneficial that they had an early buy to reflect back on those first five games. What did we do right? What did we do wrong? I may be putting a little too much faith in the coaching staff, but I think uh, they got some good people on that coaching staff with LaFour and Sala, where it's really just offense right now. So their defense has been playing kind of a bend-don't-break defense with some no-name corners that nobody but Jets fans have ever heard of. We get Marcus May back this week uh, in the secondary. So I want to see what they can do. They did pretty well uh, against the Patriots offense, considering we gave them four extra possessions with picks. So mm. it's going to come down to the Jets offense here. If they can not even score, don't turn the ball over. And, and hopefully early on in the game in the first quarter and the first half, get the ball moving. Not even asking for points. Flip some field position and keep them in the game. Again, this is coming from an optimistic Jets fan, but I like them plus seven. Uh, I don't love it, but it's something I got to take with the optimist in me. Optimistic Jet fan. What an oxymoron that is. What <laughs> and an you, oxy- better believe, you better believe I will be fucking miserable when they're down 17 nothing at half. Hey, as long as it says 17 nothing, that under looks great, then I'm, I'm totally cool with that. Um, I mean, that was a beautiful point by you. The bye week with the young quarterback came at a perfect time, right? You get to prepare two weeks to go up to New England. I know they're not competing for much right now, but play a spoiler. Go beat them at home. That's a rivalry in division. That could be a huge win for the Jets. I mean, at any time you see Zach Wilson play good right now is a positive for the Jets, Yep. right? Because it is him. He's the only guy. That is potentially good. It's him, the coach, are the only ones that are going to be there, you know, for sure in the net for the next two, three years. So seeing him play good, hostile environment against the Patriots of all teams is going to be huge for the Jet fans. Yeah, and uh, it, it's a great time to have a bye early on in the season. Brand new rookie head coach, rookie offensive play caller, rookie QB, along with the youngest roster in the NFL right now. Most snaps taken by rookies so far this year so again optimist but I think they get on track this week keep it close New England has not won at home yet this year uh so if you want to keep the streak going sprinkle a little money line why don't you Ooh, 
Okay. Okay. I like that. I, I like hearing the inside from the Jet point of view. Right now, we'd be listening to our buddy Charles on, on the New England point of view. Uh, we beat beat up the Jets. This is like a bye week for us. The Jets, the Jets. And normally, and you know I, normally I take his side, but he's not here, so I got to take your side today. Don't get me started on, on Patriots and even just Boston fans in general. They come out of the womb and every one of their teams is winning championships. So they, they get to know nothing about the team, the strategy. They just say, oh, we're the Pats. We're the Pats. We're sick. The Jets suck. And that's their analysis. So absolutely not. Nope, not having Spoiled. it. I'm going to be a menace in this stadium. I just got myself fired up for no reason. Oh, you have to. You have to. <laughs> I'd, I'd expect nothing less. <laughs> nothing less. <laughs> We're going to need live updates of what's going on in the stands. Um, <laughs> Dude, I will be sending and, and posting all day. All right, let's let's move on to the 4 o'clock slots here. A um, couple good games, a lot of huge numbers. The only one I really want to get into here is just a double revenge game. QB for QB. Detroit's going into L.A., playing the Rams. Rams are 14.5-point favorites. I mean, which makes all the sense in the world. 15 and a half is the total. Rams might have to score 47. So, I mean, this game is going to be awesome to see how Goff goes in. Does does he play good? Does he light it up? I don't know. Yeah, uh, this this game, obviously, you got the storyline with the quarterbacks. Uh, I'm, I'm not a believer in Jared Goff or Dan Campbell. Uh, I know everybody, he's a sympathetic guy. He, he wears his heart on his sleeve. People loved you know, him, him crying after a week five loss. Uh, I, I hated it. Um, I was like, why, what are we giving this guy credit for? He's crying after week five. I thought it was like a little insane. You're coaching an NFL team, but you know, I get it. You love the emotion. I I appreciate that. Um, He also called out Jared Goff. So I think for him and getting that team fired up, it's, it's if he has the locker room or not, if there's any dissent in that locker room, his style is not going to bode well with professional NFL players um, and the Rams on the other side. I love what Stafford's doing. Um, he's looked a little off the past week. I think he's got like a finger issue or something, but overall that offense is electric. They got weapons all over the place. Cooper cup leading the league in receiving yards. Um, Stafford so think... looked off. I'm sorry. I was in person and I watched that. Go ahead. Fucker. Light it the fuck up last week. So I don't want to hear that Matt Stafford hey. was off. Because if that's what he does when he's off, I can't wait to see what happens nope. when he's firing on all ser- cylinders. I'm serious. Uh, I, that I, is I so disheartening he, to hear. <laughs> he's got that tape. He's got like that tape on his finger or something, right? Yeah, like, I, hey, yeah. I'm not saying I'm not saying he's bad by any means, but there are a couple throws in every game where he just like misses high or wide or something on an open receiver. He hits him most of the time. Just something to keep an eye on. But I mean, if you're gonna take this game, I mean, it's got to be Rams or nothing. Um, yep. and I do like the over, um, we talk about it on the college football t- uh, pod all the time. You're going to need 10 from Detroit to probably hit this number. You're going to need 10 to 13 from them. Um, but Dan Campbell, he likes to fight to the end. He's going to bite your kneecap off, whatever the hell that means. So maybe he puts in a garbage touchdown for you. Jeez. I mean, if he does and hits the over, that'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. Um, Dan Campbell. Hey, look, guys got balls, right? No, yeah. This is a yeah. balls of Jays podcast. The guys got balls, but you got to start winning some games, man. I know you're in Detroit. I know you were dealt a shit hand, but 
as you said, crying after a week five loss, some of the outrageous things that he's said. He's got to win sooner than later to keep that kind of stuff up. And I totally get why people love him, right? He's a lovable Absolutely. guy. If, if you root for him, just for me, I'm looking at it like you're in the NFL, my man. Like this is not easy. And if you're crying after week five, yeah, it shows how much you care. But you got to – after the crying performance, they get, bl- they get bludgeoned, bludgeoned last week when people, uh, people thought they were going to put up a fight and they didn't. So I don't know. It, it's got to be Rams or nothing. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, stay away from it. The numbers are bit way too big to trust the um, to trust Detroit to help you out at all. They're either gonna yeah. fuck you by not scoring, or they're gonna fuck you by kicking a field goal to backdoor cover. I mean, exactly. Some, something's gonna happen in that game. Something's gonna exactly. happen. Exactly. Um, I just added this late. I know I didn't have it on earlier. Chicago's going down to Tampa Bay. Tampa's twelve point favorites. Overrunners at forty seven. I sneaky like Chicago with these with this uh, excuse me with these points. Am I crazy? Do yeah. I don't think I don't think you're crazy. I mean, I think it's a lot of points, and I think you're getting an inflated number because of how they've looked. Um, and Brady's playing out of his fucking mind. I mean, I don't know when this guy's gonna fucking retire. He he literally might play till fifty years old. He doesn't. We'll get be touched. dead. Yeah, he doesn't get touched. They got weapons all over the place. AB now is starting to look like a legit number one receiver again. Um, and he seems to be Tom Brady's binky uh, wherever he's throwing <laughs> the ball. So I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's tough for fields to go up against them uh, and that defense. They are a little bit banged up in the secondary. So if fields can come in and, and, and play a good game, they can block up front. They got to keep them protected. Bulls likes to bring pressure. I do kind of like Chicago. I would wait until kickoff for this game. It's at 12 right now. See if you can get a 13. See if you can get a 14 if you want to take it. If it's 14, I'm going to have to you're going to have to take Chicago. Definitely. Definitely. I mean, just looking at Tampa Bay, they've been in, you know, a couple blowouts here, but they've been in tight games with teams on paper that they really shouldn't be. Right? The Patriots aren't a great team win by two. Mm-hmm. Eagles aren't a great team. The Eagles had chances to win that game. Right, the what a backdoor the cover that was! Uh, yeah, don't get me started. Sirianni going um, for two for no reason. Don't get me started. The <laughs> Eagles fucked me out of a playoff spot last year. I know, um, I know the coach isn't there anymore, but don't get me fucking started with the Eagles and ruining my fucking betting. Um, no, I mean, I, I, I like the Bears in this spot because the injuries to the defense for Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay's, I mean, consistently been in tight games. You know, with teams that really shouldn't be, I could see Justin Fields kind of, you know, not going off, but he having a coming out party at some point. I mean, they're three and three, so they're they're not a terrible team. Um, I think it all comes down to the play calling and that Matt Nagy. If he's going to leave him out there and hang him out to dry and he's going to get hit 20, uh, 15, 20 times, it could be a long day. But I just think that's a huge number. I don't trust Tampa Bay to, to really – blow teams out right now. I know they have a couple crooked numbers uh, on the scoreboard recently this season, but I don't know. I, I mean, I they, like they only got the one. They, they only they, got they one. They beat up the Dolphins, and that was it. Right. They beat up the Dolphins, and that's they beat Brady up the versus – Yeah. That, that's Brady versus the AFC East. You know, you right. know what I mean? Like, he, he knows that division. Like, for example, what would you make, you know, Eagles and Bears? What would you make that number? 
Eagles, Bears, I'd probably go – that would probably be like Eagles minus one and a half. Right? It would be Eagles minus one to four, right? So yeah. Depending on home and away, right? Right. And, and so the Eagles are six and a half and the Bears are 13. It just doesn't add up to me. I know obviously the Bears have all their problems with Nagy being a shithead. The offense at times looks anemic, but let Fields throw. Let him get off schedule, get his feet underneath him, run, make some off-schedule throws against a little beat-up of the secondary. Take the points. I do like that. I do like the points. I think there will be points in there. I think, again, Chicago's going to have to help you out a little bit to get there potentially. Um, 47. Yeah, I would Yeah, I would think about that over. Yeah, I mean, just looking at – I don't know. I'm going to talk myself right out of Chicago here. I have a really bad <laughs> feeling. Fuck. Fuck. Um, <laughs> Just looking at Chicago's games this season, they haven't scored a ton of points. Fuck, I'm I'm literally doing it. You're listening live, me talking myself out of a bet. I mean, 14, <laughs> 20, 24, 6, 17. I mean, we saw the game where they had less than 100 yards total offense. Um, now, nah, fuck it. I'm sticking to my guns. I'm sticking to the balls. Chicago. Hey, it, it's an uncomfortable bet. It's a game that you're going to throw on, that you're going to watch, and you're going to be like, gee, I am scratching and clawing this entire way. At the end of the day, this is the National Football League. When teams are getting over 10 points, like, you got to think about taking the dog. These guys are pros, no matter what, no matter how shitty the team is. Dude, I'm with you. I am with you on that. All right, let's, let's get the hell away from that game. Indianapolis, <laughs> the 8 o'clock slot. Colts going into the 49ers. 49ers are four-point favorites, 44 and a half is this number. That's a low number, I think. I, I, I mean, I can get into that in a little bit. But, um, yeah, I, I, I kind of have no feel for either of these two teams. I feel like I yeah. haven't seen them play. Yeah, I, I think it's, um, I think it's a, a, a tough game, especially with that number four. Um, you know, it makes you think Colts right off the bat with how they've looked competitive in the last couple of games. But overall, I think if you're looking at a complete team, I think San Fran's a more complete team. I think they're a better team uh, offensively, no matter who's the running back, uh, which is Elijah Mitchell this week. Uh, he had a good showing the week prior. Um, they're going to yep. commit to the run. Um, they have a good offensive scheme and they're going to stick to it. So it, it makes me just think about San Fran here in terms of, I feel like everybody's going to be on the Colts in this one, which how they've looked on prime time. San Fran hasn't really been, or has not been on prime time this year yet. And so I'm going to take just the better team, the, the better defense, with San Fran here, uh, I'm thinking about them kind of counterintuitively and going with the 49ers. I like that pick. I think, I think I'm one of the people that's going to be on Indy. I, I don't know if I'm going to put any, any dough Ray me on this one. Uh, if I had to give a pick, I'd probably take Indy with the points. That four is an enticing number. We've talked about it on our NFL episodes in the past. Any game that's at four, there's something wrong with the game. Like minus four, is a bullshit number that Vegas gives us because they don't know. I that, That's how I feel about that. It's like, ah, I don't know, slap a four on there and let's get rolling. It's like six yeah. and a half. Like have some balls and make it seven or make it fucking <laughs> make it Make it seven. <laughs> make like, it seven. No, so like, like make it seven and a half or make it three. 
right? But it's like, ah, six and a half. It's like, fuck. Hey, four four is still a football number. It's just four is. It's like seven, 17, 17, 13, 21, 17. You know, it's just those those weird kind of scores um, that that aren't those flat numbers. But I guess the for the 49ers, they're hoping to get Jimmy G back this week. And I believe also Trey Williams, uh, Trent Williams, excuse Trent me. Trent Williams, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And I so I, I do think that they're a better team. With Jimmy G, I think Trey Lance is obviously the guy in the future, but you're going to have to develop him. We saw that in his first couple games. He showed some flashes, but Jimmy G knows how to run the offense. I think they'll be able to pick apart this Colts defense. Um, and and I, overall, better team. Uh, I'm going to ta- take them at home on Sunday night. I agree with that. I think I really think the play here, if, if I'm honest, it might Talk be this me. under. I think it might yeah. be this under. Both teams have not put up a lot of points this season. Um, the, Indianapolis is heavy in the run. San Francisco is going to be heavy in the run, especially if Jimmy G is just getting back. Mm-hmm. Right, If he's just getting back, Trent Williams is, it will also be getting back. That'll help help the run game. You know, As I said, Indy's heavy in the run. San Fran's going to be heavy in the run. It's going to be a quick game. We're going to blink on Sunday night, and it's going to be middle of the third quarter. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This is, uh, both teams yeah. are going to shorten the game. The clock's going to run. You know, I, I like the under in this one. I really do. Yeah. I, I think that would probably be the move. The only thing that scares me is that the Colts now have some uh, injuries in their secondary. Uh, I, their safety Blackman just got ruled out. So you got to avoid those big plays with like Debo Samuel or something. But if you avoid the big plays, you should have no sweat on that under. I think I, I'm with you there. Yep. Yep. Yeah, so this I'm just going back in the schedule, looking at these scores. Both teams haven't lit it up. Haven't lit. I mean, they've scored 31 on Houston. Like, and who hasn't right. at this point, right? right. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I like the under that one. Um, I don't think we're gonna get into the Monday night game here. I, I don't, you know. If anything, New Orleans is the play. Money line on a Monday. I'm sure we'll both have plays. Keep a look on on Twitter and all that for those. Let's. Um, I'm gonna be against you there. I'm going really? Seattle. I'm going Seattle. Oh, that's right. You are a Geno Smith guy. Forgot. <laughs> that is not the reason. I okay? forgot. That is not. That oh. is not the reason. That is not the reason. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think I like Seattle as home dogs in uh, in Seattle. Yeah. Did I lose you? Or are you good? No, I'm good. I'm here. Okay. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I don't know. I'm against you. Let's put it head to head. I'm on New Orleans. Bucket. All right. See, Seattle, baby. I think Gino's going to be able to move the ball. Um, obviously, Seattle's defense is miserable. So, Jameis should have some success. But, I mean, the lo- So, you got to pick a four and a half. I think you'd probably stay away. But because of over a field goal. Uh, I like Seattle to keep it close. They only play regardless of if Rob is there or not. Yeah. Yep. Hey, I, I, you know, I forgot you trust in that Seattle defense. They Jamal Adams, one of the best safeties in football. I'm taking all the shots at the Jets here. I have to. Blitz boy. Blitz boy is absolutely right. Adams. Imagine giving up two first round picks and paying them, making them the highest paid safety in the NFL. That guy. 
Jamal Adams, he's bottom PFF in almost every single stat. He's got balls hitting him on the face. He's missing tackles. He can't cover anybody. He can't find the ball. Loser. We got first two, first, two first-round picks for that loser. Sorry, I'm done. Nation. <laughs> hey, that – hey, d- he got clowned on for that. I'll defend him here. It was because a Florida high school football player. It was a tribute to him. He passed away, and he has a viral YouTube clip where he says, I'm the best in the nation. So I will defend Jamal on that point. I like to clown on him, but I'll defend him. Yeah. I mean, that's the part that sucks, and no one knows that story. I didn't know it until you said it right there. Yeah. He, he got – I mean, he got clowned on, like, the main social accounts, too. Like, oh, ev- yeah. everything he got clowned on, and nobody knew the story. That's what he was doing it for. Um, I Luckily, I was able to scroll some comments and find it before I had an opinion on it. Fact finding. I like that out of you. Go find the facts before we have an, before we go out and start tweeting out all this bullshit. Absolutely. All right, man. Let's get to the picks. If you got it, if you uh, have, we have a couple here that I don't think we talked about too much. So I'm gonna let you rattle them off, and then then I'll follow you up. Yeah. So the picks that we talked about, uh, I like Cincy plus six and a half. I'll probably buy that up to seven, uh, just to pay the little extra juice and get it to seven. Uh, I like Kansas City five and a half. That number's actually dropping right now. I think it's four or four and a half. I'm going to be on them regardless. Uh, reverse on the steam on that number. Uh, I like Carolina minus three and ahead. Uh, my J E T S Homer pick, uh, but I like them. I'll be at the game, obviously. Plus three. Uh, I like. We didn't give that out. Versus uh, Vegas, I like them yep. to actually maybe win this game. Uh, I think it's a good teaser spot as well if you want to get them up to eight or nine uh, through through the seven. Uh, and I, I really just think that hurts. Obviously, he has his downfalls, but I think he'll be able uh, against Vegas. They're going to get some pressure, but he'll be able to scramble out and make some big plays happen versus that Vegas secondary. So I like them plus three potentially to win the game. Uh, And then we talked about San Fran minus four uh, and Seattle as home dogs plus four and a half on Monday night. I like it. I like it. Um, I'm going to start off here. First of all, I had the Broncos tonight as a recording on Thursday night. That's, this is looking brutal. uh, I got him in a teaser too. Yeah. Um, I like the Green Bay-Washington over 43. I think Green Bay is going to put up some points on this Washington defense. As we talked about, Washington gives me 17, gives me 14. I think I'm in a good spot there. I like that over. I like the Giants on the money line. That's a homer pick, but I love the Giants on the money line. I like the Dolphins on the money line and the Dolphins on the points at plus two and a half. Whoa. At home against the Falcons. At home against the Falcons, I think – The he, Dolphins have maybe looked like the worst team in football. You like that, huh? I like it. I I root for every week the one of the worst teams in football. So this is what I'm <laughs> going to do. Dolphins on the money line. Dolphins on the points. I think Tua hears a lot of the noise. I think he's going to come out, play good. B-Flow's got to get those guys going. I think this is potentially the week that it happens. Um, let's see. Let's see. We talked about it. Chicago plus 12. I'm sticking to my guns there. And then the Indy Indianapolis San Fran under 44 and a half on Sunday night. 
All right, now, baby. I love it. Let me ask you. We do this every week. Do you have any locks of the week that you want to give to the people? Some absolute Ooh. no doubters. Absolute no doubters. The Jets. No, I'm just kidding. The Jets are not my more, not the lock of the week. Um, I'm going to go with Carolina. Uh, I'm going to go with Carolina minus three. Uh, I, I think they have no problem with the Giants here on the road. You motherfucker. I'm sorry, man. I got the money talks. The money talks. Money does talk. Money does talk. You know what I'm going to do? I, I made the bet. I doubled down on the bet with the points. Lock of the week. Miami money line. Wow. <laughs> I'm going with a second lock of the week. Green Bay, Washington over 43. I love that. I, I'm going to tell you on that one. The Green Bay over. Yeah, I know Reggie loves giving out his uh, underdog of the week. So Miami's going to double as my lock of the week and my underdog of the week. I'm a big fucking Miami guy on Sunday. Big Miami. Wow. Guy. Mr. 305. You. Look Mr. 305. I, I love it. I love it. So, underdogs to potentially win the game, are you talking about? Underdogs to win, underdogs to cover the points. Any dogs? If I'm taking my dog, I talked about it, Philly. Um, I'll, I'll add that. Philly yep. uh, money line to win the game. Reggie hit big on, on the backdoor cover on Philly uh, um, last week, two weeks ago when they played the Bucks. So, Philly, Philly's been a big dog, dog of the week. Uh, on this podcast unbelievable i think philly's one of those teams that are hard to figure out uh same with vegas to be i I think i got vegas pegged i had a money line underdog last week uh as dog so i think i got them pegged Uh, i know how they're gonna come out in this game so give me philly yeah i like that i i don't know i i like philly i definitely do like philly in that spot I just think there's something to Vegas shutting the doors, blocking out all the outside noise, and just going to work and winning football games. Yeah. I think there's I, something to yep. that. That, that was exactly why I, like I was on them last week. That's yep. exactly why I was on them last week. People were like, oh, chaos in the locker room. Like With such an, a divisive issue like that, teammates are going to rally around each other now. Now that their leader is, is gone, they, they got to rally around somebody. So I think that was a good spot to take them there. Yeah, and that's the weird part about that. It's like chaos in the locker room, but I don't see how that created chaos in the locker room, right? Like, I, No, right. I, I can't imagine people going to their corners and then battling it out over that issue. Like it's right. pretty cut and dry. Exactly, exactly. I, I'm, I totally agree. But now, you know, now I think now they got a full week of prep with their interim head coach. Uh, now it's becoming a little bit real for them. Um, so I, th- I think it'll be tough for them to keep it going. And Vegas was having a pretty good season, too. And Vegas, they, they always implode, uh, the Raiders in general. They start off, you're like, ooh, Raiders, and then they implode. So yep. I'm banking on the implode starting. Yeah, it happens. I like it. I love it. Hey, man, thank you for stepping in on such short notice. I mean, I think I texted you an hour before we were supposed to record. Um fucking did great exactly what we needed you to do as you said you get some winners you might be hearing more nikki flow on the uh hey. the nfl exactly man thanks for uh thanks for having me glad we can give out some winners here uh let's make some money in both college football and nfl this week why don't we let's have a weekend let's do it let's have a fucking weekend all right you know where to follow us 
We say it every week at BSGA Pod, at BSGA Coach, my personal, at Nikki Flow, two Y's, two W's, Action Network, Nikki Flow, two Y's, two W's. We're always adding things down late, so keep an eye out there on the socials. As always, tell a friend. Yes, sir. Swipe up.